Welcome to this episode. Let's chat. Sorry if I'm talking low. My wife's asleep, so I gotta keep it kinda quiet. So I'll try to keep the intro short. It's a really great episode. We have Kevin and Russ from All About Records in Taunton, Massachusetts, which is in southeastern Mass. I went to Rhode Island Comic Con this year, and, uh, prior to that, my wife had got inspired by our, my podcast pal Adrian from Adrian Has Issues. And he had made business cards before he went to New York Comic Con. So she, uh, my wife, Victoria, happy birthday. It's her, but she'll never hear this. Um, had made me Let's Chat business cards and it was really cool. And I was, uh, of course I had forgotten to bring them with me to Comic Con. And I had like five on, on me when I got to New York, when I got to Rhode Island Comic Con. And so I walked around, met a few people and interacted with some really nice folks, uh, but traded information. I walked by this booth, it said all about records, asked me about our podcast. Of course, I completely walked by it, my wife pointed it out. Started talking, and it turns out it is all about records that I had been to years ago to see uh, past guest uh, members of Folly. Um, the band Folly, with a really good show, Folly and Paulson, and it was just such a cool, special place. I have pictures of it somewhere, probably on MySpace or some shit. So it was kind of weird, so I was talking to Russ, and basically we traded information, uh, we started emailing, and they're like, come out to All About, and let's record a podcast. So this is cool. For me, I don't get to record a lot in person with people, which I would much prefer. So it was really fun. And then, really interesting episode, because Russ is older than me, uh, but he's been running All About forever, and Kevin's kind of younger, younger than me. Um, uh, he's really involved, they're both involved in the music scene, but just different eras, and uh, just the different views and kind of see Russ seems to be like the mentor to Kevin who's going to be passing down uh, all about um, all about records is a really cool not-for-profit art space record store record label podcast podcast studio venue uh, they have it's like Newberry Comics they have these awesome fucking t-shirts you can get uh, you can buy their stuff online at allaboutrecords.us t-shirts records um, and just Russ and Kevin were just the nicest fucking dude. So I hope we can do some more stuff together because I really like them. They have a, uh, I have a podcast. Uh, so this is a, a good episode if you're a fan of, uh, punk rock and or comics book TV shows. Uh, so Adrian King, if you're listening, this episode's for you. Uh, but, uh, ton of fun. I want to shout out to those guys for coming on. Follow them on Instagram. Just their website, allaboutrecords.us. Doesn't matter where you live. Buy some of their stuff online. Buy their shirts. They have some really great stuff. And uh, even if you live in the area or you're ever passing through and you're near Taunton, Mass, make sure you drop in and uh, check out the store. It's great. Uh, as for me, I was recently a guest on Core Temp Arts Presents TV Ate My Brain. I got to cover the season finale of season two of uh, The Man in the High Castle with Orego and Mariano. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, they are so organized, which I really respect and uh, kind of helped me process the end of that series, which was a really good show. So hopefully I'll be doing some more stuff on there. And I was also recently a guest on That Newport Show, and that was a ton of fun. It's a shorter, safe-for-work podcast, and I talk about proposing to my uh, not-wife in Newport, so that was really fun, too. And as always, I have another podcast called Sketched Out on TV with my good buddy uh, Bubba Wheat, and we talk, it's a podcast about sketch comedy, so that's a lot of fun, too. I gotta make a website soon. Anyway, uh... Let's get to it and make sure you go to allaboutrecords.us. Let's Chat with Revel and Friends is part of Court and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, and movie podcasts. Check out our other shows, That Pop This Live, Talking Shondaland, We Got Five, and TV Ate My Brain at courtandparts.com. I'm a rap and do. I'm a 
the hog, the hog. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight 'cause I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to raw cheese, Brucey B, kid to free. Funk flex, the flex, love bump star ski. So I guess I'll do like a proper for the for, for the listeners. Uh, you like should introduce yourselves because we have two people, so people can know who's who. Yeah, because Kevin and I sound a lot alike. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. I am Kevin. I'm Russ. Kevin and Russ. Uh, yeah, you guys don't have a Massachusetts accent. What the hell? Um, back in the day, I got my tongue pierced and I did radio, so I had to reteach myself how to say s's and a whole bunch of other things because it's very hard to say seven seconds. Um, with a tongue ring. Oh, is that your favorite band? Well, I spoil our punk rock. So yeah, they're, they're bad, but that, that, you had to, you would have to find the one band with all S's. Right, yeah, so I mean, you, you kind of so just could you be straight edge then? Be like, um, straight edge. Like, yeah, like, like it's it right. very lispy, and then you'd get yelled at by like the the person who runs the station and be like, "You're lisping again." Oh like, God! Or, and they they seriously like when you do radio, they like like pronounce everything the right way. They try to tell you to drop your accent so that. Like anyone anywhere can listen to it. That's ridiculous. And like TV newscast, uh, TV newscasters have to do that too. Isn't there like yeah. some place in the country that they have to learn? It's like Ohio. Probably. It's like the most I don't know some yeah, shit. So it it would make sense to be somewhere in the somewhere like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. fucking Ohio. I've been trying not asking before I got in because I'm still trying to figure out. So it's a lot, right? Like it's like <laughs> we're in all about records in Taunton, Massachusetts, and I'm not exactly sure what it is. So can you tell me? Because it right. seems to be everything I love in one roof, and I don't know if I, I, I want to buy all your stuff. The quick one-sentence description is All It Records, Center for the Arts, Houses. Houses? Is that the property? Yeah, sure. Houses. Um, a record label, a clothing company, an online store, a podcast, a recording studio. Do you do anything else? Like live, yeah. Live music. Kind yeah, of live music. Like- we do all sorts of stuff. It's basically an art center, so any type of arts is welcome here. Ah, it's it's cool, and I wish people could see it because it's just like I'm next to like old video game systems and vinyl and cool T-shirts about Pokemon Go and uh, a thing that says "I heart Dick." But it's <laughs> Nightwing. It's the um, Nightwing logo, and so it's really like stuff. an "I heart Dick Grayson" shirt. Oh, uh, that's pretty great. So this is like the uh the Venn diagram of Nerdist. This is like Jonah Ray's heaven. <laughs> funny funny story about that shirt. Um I did a con in Connecticut and Kevin Smith was there and I gave him one. Oh man. Yeah. Which he, con? Um what was it called? Terrificon. Terrificon. Oh, was Aisha Tyler there too? I don't know, maybe. It, it was, was like recently. It was recently, yeah. It was like a couple months ago. I was supposed it was to go summertime, to that. like July or August. Yeah. <clears throat> and um Dude, I waited an hour and a half in line to, to ask the question, you know, like the question line. Yeah. Dude, it takes so long. So I'm like dying because I like had to go to the bathroom. After all, you're like, I gotta go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? But you're like, can I leave this line? I don't know. No. No. Cause you don't want to lose your spot. Cause some nerd's going to ask him like what it's like to smoke weed with Jason Hughes a hundred times. So you gotta <laughs> like, so you're like, Oh, I can't lose my spot. So I go up there and I give like the super like, Dude, you know, everyone's asking you questions. I just want to thank you for being awesome and inspiring everyone. Like, we started a podcast, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was like, so I brought these shirts. I made the I Heart Dick shirt for him because he loves dick jokes and he's a Batman fan. 
and I gave him the Arkham Asylum Quinn shirt for his kid because his kid's named Harley Quinn. Yeah. You know, and, and I was like, I was like, all right, can I just give this to like the security guy or whatever? He's like, no, bro, just come up here. <laughs> so there's a video like on, I'll show it to you later. It's on my Facebook and stuff of him calling me up, shaking my hand, like holding up the shirt and everything. It's pretty cool. Oh man, I'm a fuck, I like everyone else in the world. Like, right. I feel like we're all the same people here. Kevin Smith, punk rock. Uh, video games. Yeah, so everyone hates Absolutely. 2016 except for me because I like. Yeah, the amount of people I met at cons this year was awesome. Like, I know I I need to, I'm I need to start applying for pe- press passes, which I, my friends like. You should have been doing that like two years ago. Oh like, yeah, really? People can do that. Like, I have to put mine in for Warp Tour this year. I, I never like even, soon. I think you can do it. I think it. They do it in January. Shit, I never even thought of that. Yeah, you get. I think you get two passes, and they're like crazy. Like. The publicists will like message you like months before and be like, I have this band who wants to do an interview. I have this band. Like, you don't even have to ask. Damn. It's, see, it's I'm, insane. I, 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 of, like, I've been, they like push huh. you to interview bands. Like, that's if, what I want. If it didn't rain last year yeah. or the year before last year, I would have interviewed so many bands. I got it. I was like, it was raining, so I went home. But the Massachusetts Warp Tour always rains. Always rains. Except for last year because I didn't go. Did That's it, uh, true. was it always a mass? Yeah, right? Yeah, there's always been a mass. I've been going since it started. Cause I'm old. it never came to Connecticut when I grew up. No, Connecticut's a new thing. It lasts like five years. Yeah. Or so. so, so much so when I was a young, younger man, we thought it was a good idea to do an anti-warp tour show on the same day <laughs> that it was in, in the, oh probably yeah, I guess that went over great. Huh? Yeah. And it was, here's the lineup of this show, which at the time it sounded better than it was. Bayside was the opening act with some band called Celebrity was on Doghouse. All right. And Glass Eater. Do you remember them? I remember Glass Eater. Glass really, Eater. Yeah. Do you remember that, Kevin? Like, I, I've heard of that. I think I have a bunch of Glass Eater seats. I'm they pretty were sure. Huge. I guess Bayside was the one that popped. And yeah. I think like 30 people came and we lost a bunch yeah. of money. But Bayside I, is a weird band. I mean, still around. Yeah, still around. Yeah. They're from New York, but half of them are from here. No way. Well, not here, but like 20 minutes from here. Yeah. Like the like, new members or like, oh, like original members. Original. I can tell you who's in that band anymore. Uh, yeah. I, I think know? I know Anthony's still in it and I know the drummer died a way back yeah, when. A long time ago. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to geek out about music stuff with you guys. Cause, yeah, cause so, we could just talk about music all night. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all I ever want to talk about. So like, all right. So here's what I like about all about records and you go on Google and, and then the, the, the three acts I kept seeing associated with this were like Smacking Isaiah, which, you know, what home scream is now. Yeah. Um, someone from Gaslight Anthem was in Landmine, Landmire, 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 like Better Off Dead. Did you ever see Better Off Dead? No. Oh, dude. I'm not going to. You ever seen that movie? Just, you just lost like a, all your listeners. Guys, I'm getting really kicked out of this show. I know. I'm really bad yeah. with movies. And then, uh. It is a classic. You should see it. Tokyo Rose is the other Tokyo band. Tokyo Rose, yep. Um, I love, I, the one other show, one of three shows I've ever booked in my life was Smacking Isaiah and the last day of the, we did their last tour date in Connecticut before they went home and then they turned this back in, uh, Wild yeah, Scream. Wild Scream, yeah. Fucking still around killing it. Yep. And then who was in Census Fail? Was in the someone? drummer from Tokyo Rose, the first drummer. Dan? Is that his name? Maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> but he went on to be in Census Fail. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, I see, I see. He I is, I think, in the picture on the CD we put out. Oh, nice. So, I think, and Census Fail still around, which yeah. I guess, um. But I don't know if he's in Census Fail still. They have had, Who they've knows? had members of like everything is in there. Um, is it, do you ever like think back about like, the bands when they were around they were like a band that we all fucking shit on i actually always liked them but everyone shit on that band and they were gonna be like they were just pussies whatever and fucking they're still around so, yeah yeah i use them as an as like a, an example of if you stay a band 
long enough. Ten years. Yeah. Right? If you can stay a band five to ten years, man, like some label will give you money. Yeah. You know, like I tell Just bands, because like, like so many young bands, are like I'm starting a new band. This isn't working. And it's like, you've been a band six months. What are you doing? Census Fail played Connecticut and like no one came. And then they remember they complained about an AP. So we were all like pissy. I remember like these like scene politics when I was younger. I'm like, no one gives a shit about that stuff when you get older. We did, um, we booked Hawthorne Heights at the old space that you went to once and yeah. no one came. And, uh, one day, one night me and this kid, Jake, are sitting in the store and these like two like young girls come in and they're like, super awkward and looking at records and like giggling and talking to those and then one of them's like um is hawthorne heights playing tonight and we're like no where do you where would that even come from and they pointed to the poster on the wall and it was like a year ago oh uh, like, like a year old poster from when they played and no one cared about them oh my uh, god yeah it was weird uh, Ke- are you you're, are you younger than me, Kevin? Absolutely, I'm only twenty. All right, yeah. so what do twenty year olds listen? That's such a dick question. Like, no, I mean, I what's what's the music scene now? Because I feel like I I left it for like a lot of years, and they've kind of come in in this emo revival stuff. I I like the emo revival, but I feel like a lot of bands are more leaning towards like more like pop punk right now still. I fucking love pop punk. I mean, I don't hate it. I I have fun with it. Um, the only thing is they. They all try to sound like the same. Oh, you're good. Keep talking. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. the The diversity has gone down, and then there's also not enough bands in general um, to do different things right now. It's it's been it's been kind of hard finding um, quality. Is it the overload of because like there's just one billion outlets right now? Like I was lucky enough to be around at the birth of MySpace. Which birthed a lot of great stuff, but now there's like 750 million different websites to find bands on. A lot of people like stay on YouTube. They just yeah. want to be YouTube famous. Not even Bandcamp. That, that's not a thing anymore. No, bank bands still have Bandcamps, but I'm I'm I like like people like that do music are focusing on like covers and like. Oh, uh, that's like such a thing, right? Like here, yeah, it's here like Taylor Swift metal I don't version. Even understand it? It's I, mean, I, understand it, I, I get it. It's easy, yeah. an easy entry point because yeah, because you're appealing to two audiences. You're appealing to a Taylor Swift audience, and because they're like, haha, this is so funny. And then you're appealing to the metal audience, and they're like, haha, this is so funny. But you don't want to be like the uh, Alien Ant Farm where you do your Michael Jackson cover and then. That's that's your that's your thing. That's yeah. what makes you. I mean, like, I I don't think like it's like it's not even like how pop goes punk or pop yeah, goes. Oh, I yeah. love those records. Like though. it's but it's not even like that anymore. Yeah. It's like a, like a reflection of like the music contest world we live in now, where like kids grow up and they see the way to become famous and a rock star is to win American Idol. Yeah, it's all it's all about it. all about like a competition. I remember I used to be very aggressive and and tried to be competitive with bands and i wanted to be better than other bands and then eventually i realized i want to be friends with all these bands yeah that's that's like that that's that's really what i want i want to be friends i want to have fun i don't want to like stress out about being the best i want to just like hang out what band do you play now so i'm in two bands currently i have my own project called cool and then Nice. I have another. Yeah, I know, right? You're like, what is the easiest thing to search on the internet? Yeah, what's the What's the worst thing? Yeah. for like, no one will ever find you. So this way, but whatever. And then that, it's just that's it's, true art, though. It's too funny, you know. But but then, 
I'm in another band called Savannah, and w- that's the one that's playing on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. I play drums in that. And that's oh, you're fun. a drummer. I'm a drummer. I do a little bit of everything. I can't play any of that stuff, but I just love music. I love music too. Yeah, I'm the same way. I can't. I can't. I have no rhythm. I can't. Keep rhythm. Fan that's of the true. Arts. Um, what's that fucking shitty pop punk band that kicked some girl in the back? They got almost got kicked off Warp Tour, like Story So Far or some shit like the that. The Story So Far did they did kick? Did they yeah, do that? A couple times, that. right? The dude like I just saw them. Yeah, yeah. I just went to see them. Oh, yeah. it, <laughs> in like in the, in the Connecticut hardcore scene, there was like a time where that was like acceptable. Like there was this dude. Remember, they weren't that big. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. Oh fuck it, shouldn't do it. They're, I think they're called the Breathing Process, and their drummer. The breathing Process. Yeah, like punch some they girl. A death Wish Band or something. They were like a metal-ish yeah. band, and then. Yeah, no, I remember, I mean, we're about the same age, or you might be younger than me, but there was a time where the, that's all it was. Super aggro. You, were, it was like, you, you mentioned the MySpace world where there were thousands of bands and it was awesome and bands were just having fun and kids were coming out. And then. All the old a, guys came back. Yeah, all the old guys came back. Bands like Fast Break and Ten Yard Fight were like, we didn't get famous or something. I don't know. And they got super aggressive and started listening to Chromags again. And yeah. Like, started throwing chairs and like throwing kicks and you started seeing less and less girls at shows and you started seeing less and less boyfriends at shows because their girls weren't going. And then it just became this like football esque practice. You just watch dudes synchronize mosh, which was the weirdest thing I ever saw in my entire life for years. No, it was a weird thing for me. Cause like, I hate, I guess this is the word before they were safe space, but like, I learned about veganism. I learned about feminism. Um, we had a magician dude who always showed up. <laughs> uh, but like people, like there's always pamphlets and literature. And that's where I found like all of my introduction to like counterculture was at like the Connecticut scene. Yeah. And then it changed. Like I'm from the, the town. Oh, I'm the sh- I was the scene I was really involved with, I guess, Wallingford, but I was from the town over. And that's where hate, what the hate breed guys are from. Yeah. And that this is after their success. Yeah. And then it was awesome. And then shows would be like, It'd be like Big D and Folly would play a show together, and then it just all of a sudden just turned into just straight hardcore. Well, yeah, like for for here, we would like I always tell Kevin like <clears throat> when I started going to shows and stuff, it was like early '90s. So you would see like a band like Piebald, you know, Damn. play with Ten Yard Fight and Converge, you know what I mean, and Cave In, and there would be no fights, and they all be friends, and they'd all because they all had intertwined members, and everyone had a good time, and it was awesome, you know. And then it just stopped, like, you know, people. I don't know what happened. I don't like. I don't know what it was, but it was just like people got bored with it or something, and it just became like a tough guy thing. Is that like that now? Um, I don't think it's a tough guy thing as much as I feel like it's. I feel like it's a, I hate saying this cause it sounds awful, but I feel like it's a frat boy white privilege club these days. Like I don't think that kids pick up instruments to like bring themselves out of like poverty or just to change the world or do whatever anymore. I really think the main people I see playing a lot are just super privileged kids with a hundred pedals and orange stacks and yeah, you know, it's expensive as shit. Yeah. And, and they're, they're just, they're doing these like house shows and basement shows and they're not really putting in that effort because they don't really care. You know, it's really weird to me. It's, it, it's, it's strange to see that because it's, I, I've, I've been trying to get more, I was, I was trying to get more into a DIY scene or like a, like just like a cool band, whatever, yeah. like thing. And 
I, I I was like, where are all the bands and why is everyone why is everyone so angry and like what why why aren't people going to shows and I I just played a house show for the first time um a few months ago and it was one of the better shows I've ever played. Nice. And but it it, it was like a double edged sword to me because I was like, well, this was great, but like I was like, why can't these people come to my 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 space? Why can't because it's not a show, it's a party. Oh, and that's what it is. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's a, and I, I also feel there's, there's this weird comfortability, um, of like people going to a place that they already know. And I, I think, I think people are kind of steering away from going to, to venues in, in general. Like just like, it, there's just been so much negativity, I feel. And it, it's this like false, like these wrong ideas about like shows and stuff. Like, like how you're saying, like, like this aggressive stuff. Well, it doesn't, that doesn't always happen. That's not every show. No, and, I mean, especially like a pop punk show, it's, it's, there shouldn't be like a hardcore monster. Nobody wants to get punched bit. in the face. No, like, man, that's, I that's know, not that's what any, I can't yeah. afford that. No. I mean, for a while I was like, I don't want to go to shows because I keep getting in fights trying to break up fights. You know, like that was like my late twenties. So I was like, I don't want to go to shows anymore because I keep stopping my friends from fighting people and then those people try to fight me. What about like, I've heard, like, Philly had a really violent scene. Boston. Philly had a super violent scene. It Boston. was pretty well known for their, well, yep. those well, Boston beatdown really. yeah. scenes, uh, DVDs probably didn't help anyone's reputation. But yeah. what was it like in Taunton? Like, here, um, is it, it like, was, is this your spot? Like, you run this place? Like, all about records? Yeah, yeah, I run all This of is them. your baby? Yeah, this is my thing. I've been doing it 19 years. Next year is 20 years. Damn. Um, Th- but it I seems mean, to be a much, um, I don't think I'm gonna get punched here. No, no, you'd never. Get, I was well. That's the thing is, I grew up on like Discord Records, yeah, and Straight Edge, and you know Shelter, and you know what I mean, like all those punk rock, Krishna, like vegan kids, like that yeah. was my world, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was never into like Sick of It All or like the New War Zone, you know what I mean. I was into Gorilla Biscuits and yeah. Minor Threat, you know. So I wanted to change the world, and I like base everything on like Discord and that that mentality. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So when like those tough guy bands would try to play the original space, I, I I sat down and I talked to them and I was like, I was like, the first time there's a fight here, we'll never book any of these bands again. Yeah, yeah. And back then they were like, no problem, and they regulated it, and we never had any fights. To this day, I think I've had maybe one or two almost fights out of like a thousand That's plus impressive. shows. You know, so because I I yeah. you have to be like a snob, you have to like not book those sure. bands. You know. Uh, can you give a rundown of some of the acts that have come through here at any level and then maybe they've gotten bigger? Um, sure. Uh, brand new. Well, do you want this space or just shows? I, it, all last, about records. History. All about shows. Um, it doesn't matter where at. Brand new, American Nightmare. Wait, what year is um, brand new? That, that's, come on, that's fine. Well, I used to book the Rookie Lot, which is the band that became brand new. Oh. And then I booked brand new. There's actually on that wall over there. I'm looking at that old record. That is that's... a test pressing of that record. Damn. Yeah, my friend Casey put it out. Like we, I booked them. They played Taunton for fifty dollars once. Damn. Yeah. Recently, right? No, 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 no. Well, ten years ago, fifteen Damn. years ago. Damn. Yeah. Uh, but like bands like that, Kill Switch. Um, I mean, you name it. Like, there's a time when bands just came through. Like it was like a stop. Like I used to book shows in New Bedford, and then I had my own space. And I mean, we even had like. Dr. Chud from the Misfits one time. That like, was nuts. Yeah, it was, well, no one came. It was, it was the most ridiculous night of my life. Cause he, there was literally just my friends there. Was he cool about it? He was super cool. 
He put on his show. He did his smoke st- stuff went on. He put his makeup on. He did his dances and sang and like, it was insane. Like it was crazy. It was surreal. And then we went to like Walmart to get like beers for him or something. And like, I, and I find myself sitting in the back of a Jeep with Dr. Chud from the Misfits, like right. full makeup. And he's like talking to me and I'm like, you're in the Misfits, you know, but like there's something I think I've learned about like older musicians, like, like him or like an Alice Cooper type. And like, they're almost like the same way as a comedian. It's like, they're just going to fucking, there's a Steve Martin quote, like a comedian's job isn't to be funny. It's their job to be funny at Friday at eight. Yeah. Same thing with, and the him, he's probably the same thing is like, shit, if there's a hundred people or a million. Yeah. It's an act. I, I it's guess it's, that yeah. was such a weird thing for me to learn. Like, oh, there's a level of professionalism, like, yeah, that goes you, into it. When you, when you do stuff like warp tour stuff, you see how business it is. You don't think about it. Like you want, it, it's very Simpson esque. Like if you mm-hmm. ever watch the Simpsons, I think <laughs> there's the band do and I? they like flip the guitar and it says like the city on it, you know? Oh, uh, well, he goes, is, is this the the episode where the, the, they go like, uh, sp- uh, Shelbyville rocks, yeah, it's but something. nobody rocks like Springfield. Springfield. Yeah. <laughs> it's really like that. Like, yeah, like I don't want to name names. You know what I mean? But like every day, like this one act one year would say like, "Do you feel like dancing?" I feel like dancing, and we'd all look at our watches and be like, "Must be three o'clock," you yep. know. And like after three days, you know every joke that No Effects is gonna tell. You know, like you don't. I don't think of it as like an act. But no, it, but it, it is. is. And it's, there's something wrong with this. You either. never it's think theatrics. of it like that because you're. Yeah. You, most people only go one time. But if you yeah. do the whole thing, you're like, you could set your watch to some of these things, and you're just like, wow, man, like it really is like a business, and it's an act, and it's their jobs. You know. Yeah, especially and some of them aren't rock stars, like. Dude, I remember the, the girl from Paramore walking around putting up flyers and posters and being the nicest person I've ever met. Oh, Haley, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like every morning saying good morning to you and stuff. And like one time we had, um, what's that girl who's like Katy Perry? Katy Perry was on Warp Tour. Yeah. And she was like next it. to us one time and she was super nice. You yeah. Know? Like, so I mean, they're not, not everyone's like, I'm the king of the world, you know? Like some people, really appreciate their lives but it it's still a job yeah. you know did you hear about that story was that shitty oh, i don't know the, if shitty. oh i know you're talking about bring me the horizon oh no i thought you were gonna talk about the bella lugosi's dead dude getting the uh, tell bouncer me that story. Fire. I don't know that you one. ever heard this no. it's happened like last week or something at the middle east you know bella Go- oh the, God, yeah ba- is it bajas right the bella lugosi's dead is song or whatever yeah that dude was performing in his band or whatever he does now he's playing in the middle east so What's he got? 100, 200 people in there or something? Yeah, yeah. The bouncer is on the side of the stage eating a hamburger and he like flips out and then complains about it after the show and the dude gets fired. Why? Is he mad at the bouncer? He, was, he said it was unprofessional and like he didn't, he like stormed off stage and didn't want to play until the guy stopped eating. The yeah, bouncers work harder than musicians. Well, like, yeah. Like I mean, it was, it's, it was insane. Like it, it's like a ridiculous, people are like, are you kidding me? Like and it, and the dude lost his job because of it. Like it's That crazy. poor dude. He, he's yeah. like, there was that story as at Leeds or Reading Fest where like is a Bring Me Horizon was pissed that someone from the venue staff like stopped him to ask for ID, which is like common at a That's festival. That's their job, yeah. And it's like it's sorry, and like the dude working security at a venue might not know who you are, yeah, yeah, because like those are just crew dudes. Like those dudes work hard. Yeah, stuff like that's insane. Backbreaking labor. You see, like the older dudes who are like the nicest dudes ever and will give you a water. You know what I mean? Or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah help you out i remember one time our van broke down and dark buster came out of nowhere and helped us fix our van really yeah it was the weirdest thing we were like you're on warp tour like we didn't even know they were on tour yeah like, and they would just like happen to be like the next van over and like 
one of the dudes is like a car dude. And we're just like, That's it's this, so this, and this, and like, got us running again. Okay, do you get to, do you play outside of the town area at all? Do I? Yeah. I, I used to a lot. I haven't in a while, but, um, I used to play like in Providence in Boston. Yeah. So I, I moved to Providence like five years ago. So I don't know the, mu- I never knew the music scene there. Like the only band, well, I know like Sean, but he's from the Scandals, but they're okay. a Jersey band. And I, but yeah, I don't know the music scene outside of like the venue stuff. Like, I mean, what was the scene there? Rhode like, Island, it's a lot of pop punk, a lot of people trying to this. sound like four years strong. Yeah. Well, there's, I don't know. there's a few different Rhode Island scenes. There's like the DIY scene. Yeah. There's like, you know, which is all dudes like our age who are like setting up just fun stuff with like, what are the Onlyville scenes like it's all That's thing. what I mean. Like, oh, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's like all sorts of like artsy, like AST twenty, yeah, 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 yeah AST yeah, twenty, and, and that's a, this like, place I thought when I was reading your site kind of reminded me of like AST twenty of like yeah, the yeah. creative art space. Yeah, um, my cousin Sarah, she's older than I am, but she, I think she's like in her forties now. And um, when I was getting married, she was there. She came to the wedding, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I played uh some weird base, some weird warehouse in Providence when I was younger." Um, and I was like, "Only though." She's like, "Yeah." Uh, she was in a bit, I don't know, have you ever heard of Unwound? You might have. Yeah. yeah that's my, that's my cousin's the drummer. Oh, right. Um, and no one ever knows who they are. So I, and then. We may have some, I think seven inches if they put out seven inches here. No way. Yeah. And uh, every so often I'll bring her up and people, uh, I'll write her up like, Sarah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, so, and then so for she was convinced I lived in a warehouse for like a year. I was like, no, I live in a home. But she's told me about like the Providence scene when, but they're from like Washington. So they had to travel through. Well, that was it. Like back in the day, like, you would get DC bands. I would have Discord bands come up all the time. I'd That's have nuts. Revelation bands. Like, it was a, people don't care about labels anymore. Like, there are, no, there, like, true. isn't that like, once upon a time, you could, when you made a flyer, you would put like, the Revelation label. record. <laughs> you, yeah, would put the label. you would put the label on it. You'd be like, initial records. And people would be like, I like band A. They're on that label. I'm probably going to like this band. So they would come out. And now it's like, it doesn't matter. I mean, look what happened to fucking, is it Vagrant? That was like the label. And now it's like they have like Whitney Houston. And it just turned into like a legit. Oh, I don't know about that. But I think it's Vagrant. There's, or Do- no, Doghouse is gone. Doghouse is gone. Initial is gone. Yeah, Initial is gone. Victory is still notably. Um, Victory is still getting sued by people everyone. they put millions of dollars into. I, I, they just lost a lot. So I know. To, uh, yeah. Was, uh. A big band. That you, all I want band. What was, that? was it all a day to remember? Day to remember. Know? Yeah, they just lost a day have, to remember last year. Um, have you seen the documentary about Fat Rack? No. Or aware of it? Um, I'm actually wearing their shirt right now. Shout out Sean. Um, the director and the writer have been on here. That's why I got to hear about it. Fucking awesome documentary about how like Fat Rack is like a legit classy respectable business yeah oh yeah of course it Which, is but I, I guess i never thought of that because that, that mike has a wreck for being a dick yeah but he's like actually kind of a good guy he never screwed over any of his bands for the yeah. most part like you don't hear about that no. anymore so it's kevin would you sign to a big label if the opportunity aroused like arrived like does it matter I anymore i i mean like if I'd get that offer, but that's, I just don't, I don't, realistically, I don't think that's going to happen. I would I, tell you to do it. To I would do it. Run. I would do it. But like, I just, that's something that's just like, I don't, I don't think about like making it or getting that. Cause yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. like I, it's honestly, I just feel like, well, if I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do it myself. Cause I don't think no anyone cares. It, it, it's just at this level. It's just, it's just hard. It's, it's cause I, I'm not going a route of like, I'm going to spend money to, get to this point it's like i i just want to meet people and eventually get to that point 
Um, it's not, it's not, I'm not in a rush. Organically. Yeah. I'm not in a rush. I'm not trying to be famous. Like, like Russ was saying, like how it's like the whole, the veganism, hardcore crew, like, like how they set these ideals. I mean, like me, I am, I'm like straight edge and oh nice. like, like it's different for me to be playing music when that's not even, no one cares. That's not a thing. Like it doesn't. It doesn't yeah, matter. It's like a four-letter word. These Are you days. the strange yeah. guy that would fight someone if you're, I'm smoking? A, I don't smoke. No, like, no, no. I that's not. That's more like Utah, right? I mean, that was I mean a, that's more like ten that, years ago. That yeah, was, it's like that was that was a, I, I just like now it's like I feel like people think of straight edge kids is like look they look like Davey Havoc from AFI. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, MTV and AP and stuff have made it into yeah. That, I mean, it's just like I just like I just I have a choice and I choose not to partake and whatever if you do it that's cool we can still be friends Let's yeah 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 like that's 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 just how i am now and it's just like it's whatever it, it, it doesn't like matter four hours marijuana is going to be legal in your state yep, yep. And, and then it i'll just will not I'll affect just, my life anyway i don't break edge and freak yeah. out and grow three arms <laughs> i mean i don't smoke pot and if i did when i did it didn't bother me if it was legal or illegal <laughs> and i was like oh, whatever uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm still, like, straight edge and stuff, but I tour with bands that do whatever. You know, it's not my business, whatever. You know what I mean? As long as, I always tell them, as long as it's not in the car, I don't care. Were you touring as a musician or, like, with Warped? Um, I, well, I usually tour, like, if we put out, like, a, a CD or, yeah. like, some bands will be like, hey, can you book a tour for us? And I'm like, yeah. So you're the tour manager, basically. Yeah, basically. Like, I'll set up the whole thing. I'll come with them. I'll promote the label or whatever releases we have. In yeah, a perfect I, world, I'll be, they'll be on the label. Yeah. Sometimes it, Bands drop off, bands break up. It's not the world that used to be like. I'll, I, I've had bands tell me for six months they were going to put out a record and then break up and never put it out. You know, like it's not. It's a weird time. Like, Are you still putting out records and stuff? No. Um. Well, yes and no. I mean, we just put out uh, the Moment discography a couple months ago with Tor Johnson Records from Providence. I don't know if you're familiar with Paul. No, I should. Um, be, you I should. Yeah, he, he books a lot of stuff at AS220 and stuff. Um, but, uh, so, I mean, we, we put out random stuff. I only put out stuff that I care about now. I think the next thing I do may be my last release and it'll be like, like a 20 year anniversary. I want it to be maybe a double LP, you know, with like one LP of songs off of old releases, one LP off of like bands that are together now that like played space, you know what I mean? Oh, that's so, so cool. That I was never able to put stuff out with that kind of thing. But then I'm trying to train Kevin here to take over. I and I. Oh, that's I do plans, the. Yeah. Uh, He's the new blood. I'm yeah. old. Yeah, yeah. Kev, I'm retired. You, man. I I want to do it. I'm I'm gearing up my 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 teams, my my people, and I I want to do releases really bad. I want to put some yeah. stuff out. I I vinyl's just, back, man. It's yeah. Cool. I, I care about it. So it's I don't know. There's I, a vinyl convention coming to Warwick. In Warwick? In like February, I'm trying to get press passes. I just became one of those people. And Providence is dope because there's like a fucking it's thousand good, places yeah. to buy records. I like, I like Olympic records. You ever go to Olympic? Yeah. yeah. And there's, I don't know, unrelated, there's PVD Donuts is like right PVD, around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. went yeah. there today. It's That's like, so funny. I'm trying to get their owner on here. Like that place is like. This place is awesome. Yeah. Taking over my fucking life. <laughs> but like you go to PVD Donuts, you walk around the corner, you go to Olympia Records, yep. play some pinball, get some records. You should check out, um, I always thought it was Malachi's, but it's Malachi's. Yeah, Malachi's. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Those people, 
big all about supporters. So the kids who run that place have been in bands that have played the space. Oh, my buddy lives like across the street from You them. should definitely support them and go there because they're, I think they're doing open mics and Shit, having should... stuff going there now yeah. too. That's so. fucking dope. And there's, um, in Providence, I've, I actually, I just generally love Providence. Yeah, me too. Like I always said, if I ever left Taunton, I'd go to Providence. Cause I, yeah, it's cheap. It's just, it's not even that cheap. It's like, it's like Boston, but a small town kind of, you know what yeah, I mean? Like you yeah, walk yeah. to everything. I mean, obviously Thayer Street's not what it was. Yeah, yeah I never, I, went, I live, uh, I lived on the West End for five years and I live in the Southie. But I mean, there's still side, cool yeah. stuff to do there. Oh, but Broadway is like, there's more culture in a small city right now than there is in a big city. Like, yeah. We have record stores, comic book shops. I mean, and God, even Taunton, this downtown, like you don't see this in America like you used to. Like no, there's no, beautiful weird. Christmas lights and there's small businesses and like usually a Walmart comes in and fucking destroys your town and then the community is gone. Yeah, we have two literally like less than a mile between them. Like it's insane. Two Walmarts? In the, no, two Walmarts. Oh yeah. In yeah, the yeah. same city too. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know how that. Like, I don't, I don't even know. It doesn't make sense. Did you ever see that documentary, uh, I need that record? Yeah, yeah. It was on Netflix for a while, but it's, it was like college kid made that and then somehow it got on Netflix was, but it was really interesting about like the loss of record stores is like the loss of culture. Yep. And then, but now uh, the resurgence. Colin, Colin Hanks just did one on, um, oh, Tower the Tower Records, records too, one. Which is pretty good. I really want to see that. And they're like still around in Japan. Yeah. I've had, which like, is well, weird. my, my cousin Sarah and then like some friends. Uh, or there was a band I was friendly with. I wouldn't say we were friends, but I, I love this band called Houston Calls. They weren't that big, but yeah, they were on drive through. Yep. And they would go to Japan and be like rock stars and then come here and like couldn't sell same, their same, home state. That happens a lot of bands. Um, Unwound couldn't do shit in the States. Yep. I mean, they did well, but then, um, I mean, they were touring with Sonic Youth in Japan. Yeah. It's, it's such and a, like, even Willem Scream still goes to Japan all the time. Yeah. All the time because I mean, they're playing huge venues there. Well, that's how they make, sure. yeah, the best, if you want to be a band that actually makes money, you have to go international. Yep. Go to Europe and because uh, in other countries they like they have I don't I don't know what the word would be for it, but like government gives these places uh, money. Yeah, Canada know? does that. They yep. do a uh, a grant. Yeah, because it's promoting tourism for the the country. Yep, and youth youth grants and all sorts of stuff. So bands are getting paid to go out there. Yeah, there are bands that from like 20 years ago you didn't even know exist mm-hmm. that are still playing like festivals in like Brazil or like you know what I mean oh and, and like crazy. Strange Hardcore had a hot minute and like bands I never heard of in the states would go to like Brazil and just fucking destroy yeah we had a band change their name and sign to Bridge Nine and uh they're great dudes one of them's like a MMA fighter now and he's like slowly going up the ranks and doing awesome stuff but uh they're straight DIY like the singer would book their world tours and like they would go to like Japan or in Europe and do all these tours and they'd have huge turnouts and then they'd come back here and it wasn't, you know what I mean? They'd have to play with a ton of other hardcore bands to make it like, yeah. How did, I guess you're lucky if you get in a band with someone with that business sense. Yeah. I couldn't fucking do that. No, there's a lot of times bands will have one dude who does everything. Yeah. And I mean, you're lucky if you get the dude who, can handle doing everything. Yeah. Wants to do everything. You know what I mean? Like the one guy's gonna, yeah. There's, there's like a balance. There's a business it. sense. Yeah. Cause like it could be all fucking around, but like Kevin, you're, tr- you're trying like shit's expensive. Absolutely. And if you're not born into a family of wealth or is giving you everything and it's, and even then it's hard, but it's, it's fucking hard. Yep. Like it's financially, cool. imagine the three of us wanted to plan out like a tour together, but like I can't, I can't, I can't leave for, a, I'm too old for that. I can't yeah. leave for a week right now. I can't, I can't miss work. Fuck that. 
Uh. Nope. I think about it all the time, and it's one of the reasons why I'm trying to train Kevin because I want to do cross country stuff. Like yeah, this take summer, off. like you know? di- disco distro. Yeah. Be <laughs> uh, well, because like for Comic Cons and stuff too. Like, oh yeah, that's I, how we. I we could met. just I could drop a trailer on my car, put a heat press in it. Yeah, a bunch of blank shirts. <laughs> And I could just press shirts in hotels, motel sixes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I could do big city cons and make a ton of money. Yeah, do you know? it. But I can't leave this place. You know what I mean? Yeah, like someone's got to be here, and someone's got to fill orders, and someone has to book shows and it's do a recordings. Job. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's, we need like a crew. So, so it was cool because uh, I met you guys at Rhode Island Comic Con. Yeah, I think my wife. I walked by your booth because I'm kind of a fool. My wife's like. It says podcast, check it out. Yeah. And then it's all about records. It's like, is that the same fucking place I went to like a decade ago? Yeah. And then it was. We're like fucking cockroaches. All of <laughs> yeah. them. You know, I all felt, of them I hope I'd make you feel terrible. Like, wow, I went to that place once when I was younger. No, I love that. Dude, that like, stuff's the best. That's so cool hearing that. I, I, tell, hearing I that. tell Kevin all the time. I'm like, listen, man, like, obviously I'm, I'm not rich, you know, but if I go to like, like, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of a generic name of a city anywhere. You know what I mean? Somebody's going to be like, Hey man, Cleveland. Yeah, you know, like you're you run all about my band played there, or, or you know what I mean. We sent you a demo, and or you know, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Like it's that's the best. Stuff, rich with memories. You know? Yeah, and it's like wow, and it's never like, dude, you ripped me off because that it's not that stuff never happened. You know what I mean? Because I always like I never didn't pay a guarantee, you know, or like the like guy always made sure to treat bands good. Yeah, you know? like, I always let bands sleep on my floor and like took care of bands on tour, you know. So I, I like I can go all over the country and go to Europe, and I I don't have to get a hotel, you know. That's and it's so awesome. cool. It's the coolest thing ever. Even here, like, like at Rhode Island Comic Con, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like you came up and we're like, oh, blah blah blah, and like it's it's so crazy. I had like a kid who was working for us. This girl was working for us, and like people who were coming up and just talking to me, they were like, I can't believe you know that person. And I was like, yeah. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like to me, they're just people like yeah 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 like you know it's 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 a nice it's a cool life you know it, it's real cool arts are fucking awesome and like just to make money in art is success i don't think it's like not being a billionaire just like having a fulfilled life with the arts and that's like, it you know that's all that matters dude i can go to bed tonight and i'm not gonna be upset about how i run my life you know what i mean yeah i die tomorrow i've done so much cool stuff that so many people will never do and like it sounds like i have an ego because you know like i hate saying it but it's like people tell me they're like oh you're so lucky or you i dream about owning a space and i'm like it's work well it's work it's not luck anyone can do this stuff i'm not i've never been rich like i come yeah my parents are poor like i'm poor you know yeah it's like it's not luck it's always work you know but you're running a non-profit which is fucking i've worked for non-profits for years it's fucking yeah. hard it's well we're like a not for profit we have oh, like okay. a we have an agreement with a local nonprofit, so if people want to donate stuff, it, it goes okay. to them and it trickles down to us. I see what you mean, but still, you know, so, um, so like I don't get paid for any of the all about stuff. Like yeah. I substitute teach and like I live off of student loans for grad school. Yeah, you know, and I should be graduating in May, and I got to go full time teaching somewhere, or I got to do something full time to pay my bills. You know. Kevin, this is where you taking over? I'm good. I'm, I'm. That's his whole going for it. I, for us I want Kevin. this. Yeah. Kevin wants it. I want Kevin it. I care. Us. I, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff. I came to Russ. I said, why, why am I unhappy in the music scene? He sat me down. We talked for a little bit. 
And then I just started coming here more and more. And I've been just helping and doing stuff and to the point where I, I'm able to do my own stuff here. So I, that's, this is going to be an interesting question for both of you. Uh, what's your entry point into like alternative music culture? And cause we're different ages, I think. I'm curious to see the difference in both of you. All right, you want me to go first? You go first, yeah. yeah. You're All right, laugh. so it's, mine's funny. Obviously, as a child of the '80s, it was everywhere. Anyway, yeah, you know, I was like a skateboarder. Um, I read comic books. Every '80s movie had music in it. You know, there were soundtracks, all that stuff. Um, I probably started going to shows the summer between eighth grade and freshman year of high school. Um, and it was just the most intense thing I've ever I ever saw. You know. I was so scared and nervous and, um, it was, it was cool. And then I remember going to my second show in Taunton, which is kind of what made me my whole, my whole outlook on everything. So the first show was in New Bedford and it was the coolest, most welcoming place I've ever been. The second show was in Taunton and I walked upstairs and literally got punched in the face. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was like, it was almost like, like a Three Stooges thing, like a fist hit my friend, another friend, and then me. Like it was like someone swinging. You know what I mean? It was like tough guy hardcore. And then I was like, nope, not for me. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm going home. And like I walked downstairs and I used the pay phone and I was like, I'm going home. And so like my mentality was like, no tough guy. I don't want any part of it, you know? And uh the the friendships I've made over the years, I can't even like... I couldn't even put a price on it. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't change it. You know, I don't know. I mean, words can't, I can't even describe it. Like, like I got into it and it, I would, I probably wouldn't. Like it's an someone, addiction. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's really hard to it's stop. I've tried to stop a few times, you know? Yeah. And you can't, you can't because these people are your friends. So someone's like, Oh, I need, you know, this label screwed us. Can you put out our record? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, or, you know, someone was supposed to book our tour and all the dates fell through. Can you help us? Yeah, I guess so, you know. And then you're doing it again, you know, before you even know it. You so know? does that happen now if a band's on tour and, like, Boston falls through, they, help, they hit you up? Yeah, it happens all the time. And yeah. it, it, it bums you out because it's like, why don't you come to us first, you know? I get so yeah. many messages all the time who are like, hey, this show fell through. Can we do it there? Or this house show fell through, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, well... You want me to do a show tomorrow? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like we can do it, but no one's going to be here. Like, why didn't you ask me originally? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, I put all this work into the space, like, so that you can have it and use it and not, and I don't charge you 200 bucks. Like, you know what I mean? Like a hall and like, you don't, we don't force you to sell tickets, you know? And like, we record the bands and we do all this stuff and we like, you just got to be part of it. But you'd rather play a basement show, you know what I mean? And now I'm getting, I'm so old, I'm just like, no, sorry. So, Kev, what's your entry point to this world? Well, the first, first, like, couple of CDs I ever bought were, it was a Green Day, Simple Plan, Good Charlotte. Why'd you buy those CDs? Because I was sad and angry. No, 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 I think that's good, because that's always the argument, but, like, that's entry-level band. Like, no one fucking starts listening to Fugazi, you gotta fucking buy No, I didn't didn't know what Fugazi was. I didn't mean it, like, making fun of you, I was like, what got you to buy them? Oh, what got them to buy? TV, like, it was popular shit. It was, I, I am into art, and I always drew. And everyone said, your drawings are scary. So I went towards the artwork that was the scary, but like not like too horror, but like just like edgy. I liked edgy. I always liked it. And I don't know, you know, it, 
I I don't want to say it was like fake, but it was like it was totally just me like I liked the idea of it and I and I didn't fully understand, you know, the counterculture, like the reasons why things are like they are until I really hit high school and like things diversified and I understood why I felt the way I was. Um but like yeah, like the first concert I went to was uh Good Charlotte Simple Plan and Reliant K. Which was big though. That was a that wasn't like a show. That That's was like a huge. That was at Dunkin' Donuts. Right? That was at Dunkin' Donuts Center. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge. So like that was like that was like a huge like world tour. Was that awesome. It was so cool. I was nine years old. I want to say nine, ten years old. Yeah. My dad brought me, and it what was a cool dad. Well, yeah, I, what a cool dad. All right. Yeah. No, definitely. But uh, it's it's just funny because like. He, like, it was just like, it was a big deal, him bringing me, he's like, I don't know if he's ready to go see this stuff, and like, I, I wasn't, and I wasn't a kid to be easily influenced by like, one thing, but it was like, it was a night where I was like, that was so cool they played that show, and I was like, that's, I want to do like, something, I want to do something, and I, but I never, I learned how to play the drums like, a couple years later, but I, I didn't really get into the band mentality until I hit high school. Yeah, that and seems to be common for a lot of people. Yeah, and then, and then I started going to local shows when I started playing local shows, but I only went to my own. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then now I'm very into going to other shows, not knowing any of the bands, just to see, scouting out some people, seeing what's up, and just having fun, like going out with a friend, and that's what we do for the night for entertainment, and then we go nice. get Taco Bell afterwards. Uh, dude, that's like the staple in every scene. Yeah. Cross country. But it, but it's like cheap. the, it was the only thing that used to be open at it's, the time. It's, yeah. It still is kind of. You can get I mean, vegan or vegetarian. Oh yeah, beans. beans. Yeah, yeah, you get, you get, you get some beans Give instead some of meat. That's rolls. how I became vegetarian the first time. For seven yep. years. One day my friend Chris was like, I haven't seen you eat meat in like a month. And I was like, yeah, I can't afford it, dude. Cause it was like back when it was cheaper to get beans on your tacos than beef. Oh, Taco yeah. Bell like used to, it used to be cheaper. It was like 35 cents cheaper or something. So I would always get beans. And then my friend was just like, you haven't eaten meat. And I was like, oh, that's cool. kind of funny. And then I was like vegetarian for like seven years. That's <laughs> fucking, yeah, yeah if you ever want to meet a band, you just hang out at Taco Bell around after the show. Yeah. yeah. And then they walk in. That's yeah. It's fucking dope. It's, it's cool though. It's, it's definitely like I, I, I came in at a weird point in the, the music scene. Cause it was like when the bands were getting, flashier right like and there's like that like the ap era yeah, yeah that i was that's my i was on my way out probably in the early aughts like that's that and was kind of like airbrushing like abs on people yeah was like an all-time low all-time low yeah. like like yeah. stuff like and then like kind of when i was like not into it was when like 303 kind of came out oh. and it was like very electronic and, i went to that warp tour too and uh and, was uh, that band with the two girls uh, it wasn't a band but Remember them? Millionaires? Millionaires, yeah. Yeah. One, one, we were doing Warped Tour one day and they're like, and they like rap or whatever, yeah. It was like Suicide Girls rapping about being rich. Yeah, it was really yeah. weird. And so, I mean, that I mean, was a weird year. I did yeah. a lot of Warped Tour dates that Well, year, that's when like Crunk like, was like the thing. I mean, every, yeah. you look back at everything and it's like, no one's listening to Broken Side anymore. Oh, they were on it that year too. I yeah, think. That, yeah. But Flog and Molly was, but the thing about Warped yeah. is cool. It's like, Warped, yeah, it's everything. Bad Religion and Flog and Molly were always there. And yeah. I think that's kind of interesting. It was just like the, what was, what was being pushed out was like, it was moving towards electronic. Yeah. But not understand, but still holding on to the concept of a band is what is cool. 
And I, I, I'm starting to like a lot more electronic bands now. I, took I, I definitely, I mean, like, there's, there's people that do it. I mean, like, I always look at Death Grips as, like, one of the best, like, punk bands around right now. Yeah. Cause they're so against, like, the norm. Death Even Grips, though, like, it's, check them out. it's, oh, it's like, glitchy, like, crazy, angry, like, it, yeah. it's like rapping, but it's, the rapping isn't like, Technical. Is it it's like Twenty One Pilots. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I know, I right? Rap or something. They, yeah, that I guy. That one song. I don't really like Twenty One Pilots. I don't. I can't get into I mean, them. Pretty overplayed. Yeah. Um, I think that the guy in Twenty One Pilots. I think he has a nice singing voice. If he sang more, I'd be into it. But yeah, I like that. They, he talks. They, you know what they he reminded talks. me of is like, uh, what was that band? Not Jedi Mind Tricks, but there was a band a few years ago that was similar but way better. I can't remember what it was called. Like, they did more, like, kind of, like, open... Yeah. Open like, word, like, spoken like word. Like, freestyle kind of... <sighs> you know Gym Class Heroes. Yes, Gym Class Heroes. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to no, say Gym Class Heroes. They're, like, half they're like a poor man's white Gym Class Heroes. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You ever hear their story, which is kind of nuts? Like, they were, like, a band doing the thing up in upstate, and, like, yeah. the guitars won Lotto. Not, like, millions and millions of really? dollars, but, like, a th- thousands of dollars. Enough... Yeah. Where he was able to make a significant investment into the band. Wow, that's awesome! And that's, that's how they super continue, cool. And Pete Wentz found him. I knew they were around yeah. forever. Yeah, you know, because they were friends with Fall Boy. I remember that. So yeah. Pete, Pete Wentz is the one that discovered. That's and crazy. Even Fall Boy was around forever before they got famous. So I true. didn't know that. Yeah. And Pete Wentz was like, I didn't know it was the same band. He was the king scenester of Chicago. Apparently, yeah. didn't yeah. he play in a band with uh, Tim from Rise Against before they both? I don't know. I think I've read that. Isn't it crazy? Like Rise Against is now like a modern rock band. That's the one of the weirdest things ever. Because I remember when they used to tour with like Wilhelm Scream when they were smacking his air and stuff like that. Oh God! Did you ever? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's so weird to me. And people are like, "Used to book shows with those bands." I'm like, "Yeah, but like they didn't sound like that." You know, it's so weird. Oh, and they uh they played Connecticut with a Treyu. No, I try you. And they would shout out to, uh, there's a band in Connecticut we loved called A Thousand Fallen Skies. Alright. And they were like the band that was supposed to take it off from Connecticut that never, well, them and With Honor were supposed to be the ones that were supposed to we take it off. We booked With Honor at the old space. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, before yeah. they went to Victory and yeah. Victory ruined before them. Before Wake the Dead. Ugh. And nice guys. Nothing yeah. wrong with them. Yeah, they were super nice dudes. And they will open, uh, from my understanding is Victory just completely fucking really? bent them over and fucked them in the not the nice way. Like kinda, like, that's like a label will take you because you sound this way, and they're like, all right, but we want you to sound this way, yeah. and then they change your sound on you, and that album's garbage, and Todd quit. And then the old singer Rise Against joined with Honor, briefly. Whitey? Oh. I don't know. And then that was it. But that, that was the end of it. I just went a big circle. I forgot yeah. what I said. It's all right. <laughs> Kevin, pick it up. <laughs> I... I had a friend in high school who really liked Rise Against. I love, I still like Rise Against. Cause I think you have to have like a level of like a band that's successful. Like in theory, you kind of want all of your big famous bands to be like a DIY band, like Rise Against. Oh yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Like people, yeah, I know better exactly than what you're Nickelback. Saying. Yeah. Like people, people will, cause it, there was this level of like, I know this band and no one else does, but you yeah. still, you got it. You had to like someone that someone knew. And they, I don't know them at all, but they always have come off as lovely gentlemen, like good gentlemen. I don't know. Like, no. uh, Rise Against always came off as like good guys. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, that's what you, yeah, yeah, like yeah. DIY dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it was, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you ever yeah, see yeah. that? I watched a lot of documentaries. There's other one like the other F word about like dads. Yeah, with the dads. Yeah. Rock dads. Tim's and that a lot. And I think we have that book here somewhere. Oh, it's a book? I think there's a book oh. or something. <laughs> I think awesome. so. So before we like kind of get towards the hour and start wrapping up a little, like I want to, since we're at, it's been an hour already. 
Alex, yeah. <laughs> it's so cold in here. It's like I know, I've right? hibernated. Like my yeah, body yeah, shut yeah, so true. Well, I mean, you're at Comic Con, so obviously you're more than just music. So then yeah. I feel like we all love that shit too. So I feel like we've hit that circle of just like everything I love. I walked in here. I was like, oh my god, this is the best place in the world. <laughs> yeah, I thought about for a while change just dropping the All About Records name because people find it confusing and changing it to something like Nerdgasm or something. Because hmm. I feel like when people walk in, they're just like, oh. Yeah, well, there's that, so much stuff like they don't. I didn't see any records. You just get hit with like yeah. so many. There, there are, are records, records though. Yeah, there are but records. at first I yeah. saw like uh, video games. Like, oh, yeah. everything I love in one room. Like, there's this dope bar in Providence called Shelter Arcade Bar. And yeah, it's, like, pinball and arcade. Have you guys been? No, but no, but I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, Kevin yeah. can't go to bars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. You're, ooh, uh, yeah. It's uh, alright. You don't drink. You okay. yeah. And that dude's a musician. The owner, Mike. He he was in. Well, it's weird. He was in this like non-punk band like he looked I, th- I he was on the show a nice dude really good, yeah. good guy uh i just assumed he was a punk rock guy because he was a musician he was in a band with the drummer the flaming tsunamis who was also in such gold but the band was called young pandas and it was like this jazzy huh. like not not our world of music at all but <laughs> yeah. he just like totally looked that i was like oh i didn't expect that but he's like a pinball nerd and it's fucking dope because i love playing pinball and tonight was their first emo night and i the the guy who filmed the footage of me meeting Kevin Smith is like a pinball dude. No way. His like Instagram is like pinball something. Oh. Like, and he like tours yeah. pinball shops and stuff. You gotta like connect me to all your cool people. Yeah, I will. That's that's <laughs> cool. Um like right, what are you guys watching, like TV wise? Uh all the CW superheroes. Yo, me too. Of course. Of course. I've um, become into superheroes in my late age. Yeah. I Did mean I've always been a comic book nerd since I was a little kid. My yeah. first job was in a comic book store. Around here? Uh, yeah, yeah. In here, I was in the seventh grade. Yeah. I did that until college. Yo, how good was Flash this season? Flash is so good. It's always good. The, it's like, the, I think it's one of the best shows it, on TV. It's it's my favorite. And like that crossover they did, I watched I it was, with... I felt... I thought it was cool, but it, it was like a rude awakening that was like, you're not watching movies, you are watching TV, like effects-wise. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, these are TV shows. It pisses me <laughs> off. Like, why can't the movies be like this shit? Yeah. It was right. better than Batman vs. Superman. Or oh, it definitely that, was. Like, I'm like watching <laughs> it. I'm like, I just, are you the one person who liked Batman vs. No, Superman? No, my mom, my mom the other night goes, I watched Batman vs. Superman. She said it did just like go, that. Did she did say, you, did you know their moms had the same thing? No, no, no. That's what I was excited. <laughs> I was expecting you to say something like bizarre. Like, yeah. like, I can't believe I watched that. Cause my mom's always been into mom. stuff. I know. She's, she's too. Now, I don't know much. your mother, but can I just guess her voice is, Kevin, did you no. know if you open no, your email? No, she cool. Kevin's she mom's cool. like my age. Cool. Yeah, my mom's cool. Uh, my mom's like, cool. Yeah, be careful when you open her email. You might unlock the Justice League. No, she's <laughs> That's cool. That's a weak plot point. Oh, <laughs> I like how cool. Lex Luthor made all those logos. How like <laughs> fucking, like, right? Jesse on, Eisenberg like, sucks. It's There's so many. Bad things. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg you was just being the joke about that. Did you? Kevin? No, no, I didn't, I didn't even think about it's gonna that. bother you forever. Oh, what the fuck? Because it's such a bad thing. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg was just like trying to play the Joker and that Jolly Rancher yeah. scene. Oh, it's so was weird. so it's such a bad. That's movie. a movie that when you watch it, you could tell it fell apart in editing. Oh yeah. If I, someone else had edited it and then had more control, like it could have been a really good film. If you added some dialogue and took out forty-five minutes. Yeah, I, that movie was just. It's so long. It was, I feel like it was just like film, uh, like, film school 101 with special effects. So many things were just thrown in. It was all exposition. Yeah. Here's Batman. Here's yep. Superman. By the way, they know each other. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, it just didn't, I don't know. But my, my mom said that she, uh, she liked it. Oh. Uh, and I was like, mom. I was like, well, why? Will she listen to this, you think? 
I'm going to make she her knows. listen to she this. Knows. Kevin's mom, hello. Kevin's and, uh, mom loves me, so she'll listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> you're, no, you're, but we're like it, boys. She's a special mom. lady? No, it was just so funny because she usually, like, she, she usually, taste? well, yeah, and, like, the common opinion on that movie, like, superhero fan or not, it was not good. Most people say it sucks. But, like, I was very shocked when she said she liked it. Now, here's my theory on why she liked it. My mom falls asleep during movies. Uh, so I think she, I think she was going in and out of it. She might have been. And she saw some cool scenes, maybe. There's some cool fight there's scenes. Cool there's scenes. like, so she probably. That flicking is cool, I think. I she like probably Batflick, watched yeah. it as a popcorn movie. She yeah. was probably doing a little work on the side while she was watching I, it. I can respect that. A popcorn movie. I like that. I can't wait for Affleck's Batman movie. Honestly. I love Affleck. I Me mean, too. I, I think it'll be cool. I, I, do you ever listen to Fat Man on Batman? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to tons of podcasts. Like, do you listen to like going off track at all? No. no. Be- I listen to Fat Man on Batman, um, last week on Earth with, uh, the guy who does idiot tests. You ever watch that show? No. It's on the game show network. It's called <laughs> idiot tests. It's hilarious. Ben Glebe. Ben Glebe's his name. Okay. He does, he does, uh, last week on Earth. It's a joke. Like it's last week. But it's also the last week. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like, I cause everyone's so stupid. Um, so it could be the last week on earth. Uh, his podcast is pretty funny. Um, I, I, I listen to all the Kevin Smith ones. Nerdist. You know what I mean? But you'd like that. Going on track is, um, Jonah Bear, who's in United Nations. Right. Yeah, Steven Smith yeah. from Fuse. And like, um, it's just like comedians, musicians. And then there's, um, Ray from Taken has, a uh, hundred words or less. Yeah. Where it's people from the independent music. I'm sure like, I, he, he should be on his show. I don't know him, but. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. We'll check it out. Yeah. But, I mean, I have his email, but that's about it. <laughs> but you, you know, it is like you do like, I don't know when you, it's like you do a pod. It's different when you do a podcast because you talk once for like an hour and like we really connected and then you never and then talk you never talk again. Yeah, because it's because you live. It's kind of like we were talking about with like it's bands. still like our jobs. You know what I mean? Too. Yeah. Like, like it's cool that we're talking, and we'll probably talk again because I talk to everyone. As long as you talk to me, I'll talk to you. Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Just like whatever. Talk I have to me. that problem. Where I, I have can't that separate. Problem. I like. I just kind of want to be everyone's friends. So yeah. Like it's I can't. Not healthy. <laughs> I'm. I'm one of those people who like people will be like, oh, I have the worst life ever, and I'm like, oh, what's the matter? Like, rather than block or delete, I was like, oh, what's the matter? What happened to your day? Tell me about your day. My, uh, oh, things will get better. Don't worry about it. Like, and I just, <laughs> built, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, I'm like giving this stranger life advice. I don't know why they told me their day was bad. I've never met them, you know? Yeah, my, but, my wife calls me a friend collector. Yep. Yeah. My friend says I run the Island of Misfit Toys. Oh, is that, oh, this is that. what this is. Yeah, I mean, right? That's what this place kind of is. This should be the theme of a show. This is all stuff that I think is cool, but isn't technically cool. Yeah. Even yeah, though Star Wars is. is the biggest fucking movie in the entire world, I still work with a bunch of people who have no idea what it is. Yeah, it's so crazy, right? It's a billion dollar industry when everyone on the internet. I'm a firm believer that everyone who says they've never seen Star Wars is a liar. I'm actually not a huge Star Wars. They're fan. just, I feel like they're people who don't pay attention. Like, yeah. it was on TV, you weren't paying attention, but you saw it. I never right? saw it until yeah. I got older. That's a movie I think if you don't grow up with, it's like fantasy. Yeah, it loses it. The, oh my the God. First one, like, I hated it because of how uh, much A New Hope doesn't it. hold up. Luke Skywalker is a whiny bitch. Oh like, my god, he bitches the whole time. I like, did like Force Awakens though. Force Awakens is amazing. I so think good. Only because I saw it as like a fresh-eyed, like yeah. not knowing this stuff. I'm gonna see Rogue One this weekend. Yeah, I'll see it this weekend too. Um, what else do I? I like have that weird thing. It's like I don't want to be the old man from the, like Waldor and stuff or whatever the guy's name is from the Muppets. Yeah, the two guys in the rah, 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 yeah, but guys. it's so hard not to be. That's them. us. Yeah, that's what yeah, we do. But, that's why I don't go anywhere because I do. We just we just doing stuff's hard. Yeah. 
there's I had there's one of my favorite uh jokes that uh Jeff Garlock, who's like a musician, but he was an orchid, but now he's a comedian yeah, guy. I remember orchid. But he has some joke is just like uh, every oral history is it was better before you got here. Like I slaughtered yeah, his joke, but and, totally. and that's pretty accurate. Every it's scene funny, is ten years better. There's better. a dude from um, thirty seconds from Tokyo, like a Boston pop punk band. You should check out. Okay, he is a comedian now too. Thirty seconds from Tokyo. Yeah, uh, like, they should tour thirty seconds to Mars. I think it was thirty seconds to Tokyo, something like that. Yeah, and uh, I was at a convention, and the guy came up to me. It was like, gave me a pin, and I was like, hey, I made those pins. No way! Yeah. And he was like, Russ? And I was like, yeah! Oh, that's so <laughs> he's, cool. He's like, I haven't seen you in like 12 years. And I was like, yeah, dude. He's like, I used to book my band. And he gave me like his comedy CD, and it was hilarious. Oh, it's still in my car. I'm going to have to get that name from you. That's so cool. Yeah. I love the music comedian. There's like, who's it? Joe Sib from Side One does comedy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, not like touring or whatever. Comedy is like that rare art form, though. Like, you've got to fucking love it. Yeah. I'd rather write. I don't want to be on stage. I don't like people looking at me. I don't want to do that. That's anything. why I like the podcasting. No one ever sees me. It's yeah. Fine. And like, I don't have to. I prepared for this because I, I listened to your podcast and I yeah. went to your website. And that's as much as I know. We how probably to do just it. told a bunch of the same stories over and over again. That's all I ever want to hear. That's the worst. Like, I love Kevin Smith podcast, but how many times are I going to hear the same stories? Oh, I was working with Bruce Willis. Neil Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce Willis, you know Bruce Willis. Willis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know about Bruce Willis. Dude. Well, that, yeah, we know your Batman. wife doesn't like you. Sorry, Kevin. You know, at least like, Batman. Batman's more about like up yeah, to date yeah. shit and like. I actually like, watched two of them today. I watch them on YouTube while I'm doing work here. I should do that. And um, yeah, he did. Uh, him and his partner Mark. Mark Bernardin. They he, they watched the Spider Man trailer. They were they're both all like, "Oh my god, it's so good, it's so good!" Like they like freaked out. They watched it twice. You know it's weird. I like Mark Bernard more than I like Kevin Smith on that show. He's so fucking smart. He is super smart. He he like Kevin's always like you're such a good writer. He's like he you're... really is. He's super creative and like he's there really is some smart. episode he's talking about Stranger Things and he starts comparing Eleven to like Greek mythology yeah. and like women's yeah. sexuality and Kevin Fist Smith's kind of two shot and his face just like yeah what yeah <laughs> do we watch the well, same thing? I mean thing? he's he's also an editor for a newspaper. He yeah. has written for TV shows. You know. Trying to get him on here, and so far it has not worked. If anyone yeah. knows Mark Bernard, give him my minute. That's that's how we do it, right? Now. Yeah, that's exactly how you do it. No, I, I I actually did something different. I actually went through proper channels on that one. Did you? Yeah, I've thought about doing that. Like I'm I'm doing a documentary for my thesis, and I'm gonna go way out there for a lot of like, the interviews, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and contact everyone from like Kevin Smith to like senators, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your... What can it hurt? Like if I can get to, you gotta know, you, you know, know, and like. I was listening to some podcast and I forget who it is. It doesn't even matter. And they were talking about how when they were young artists, they would like contact famous artists and say they were interviewing them for like high school newspapers and stuff so that they could just get talks with these like people who are their idols. <laughs> is this Trent Apatow? Huh? Judd Apatow did was that. It Jan- Apatow? It was it Judd It was somebody. And it was like, and then those people turned out to be like Jerry Seinfeld, Jay yeah. Leno, yeah. David Letterman. Mm-hmm. For his like high school radio station. Yeah, that could have been what it was. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, that, more than one so person smart. Has done that. Like, yeah, fucking shoot for the sky, man. Mm-hmm. I've, I the that's it. Like I'm going all out. Like I'm just gonna. I have like a list of like a hundred people. I'm just gonna be yeah. like, boom, 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 boom. I shared this little thing with someone in my bedroom, and my my highest goal was ever to get like my friends on, and yeah. my out there dream would be get someone connected to the Simpsons. And I had a Simpsons writer on here, and it was the fucking best thing I've ever done. Podcast and, well, and, there's and, been hundreds of them. I'm sure you can yeah. get a few of them. Yeah. One of the current writers. It's, and then actually just the other night I was re- recording with someone, 
Allie from um this podcast called I Can't Even because she's listening, and she's a talent booker. That's her professional job oh, for like awesome. TV shows and like radio, or whatever. And uh, unsolicited advice she gave me, which was the best advice I've ever gotten, and I'm gonna share this every episode of like Kevin Smith. She's like, make a list of your your all, the people you want more than anything. Keep your tabs on them and wait till they do their passion project, and they'll do every piece of media out there to yeah. get the word out. It's like, oh my fuck, and that's how I got him unintentionally. Yeah. It's like. It's just timing, right? You just got to ask them that moment. They're like, here's my Kickstarter. Yeah. I need my PR person's not going to help me. Yep. So it's crazy. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. But enough about me. I just ramble too much. It's all right. It's all right. That's what we do. We're just here talking. I know. It's, it's, it's cool. I, it's, it's such a nice change to do this in like a space. And I'm freaking out over that brand new record, man. That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That cover, that's uh, your favorite weapon? Yeah, yep. it's your, that's the original cover. And they've changed it now, cause then they, they released it. it, and now there's a re, 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 Is there a re, yep. with like a face on the cover. Yeah. Of Jesse Lashley. I don't like Can you, I don't know like if you can cover. see that poster in the corner, the all chrome one. Yeah. It says all chrome bound by nothing. If you look really at the small type, it also says saves the day. And, uh, I think Kid Dynamite. Was that here? No, that was like, uh, my first band was all chrome on, on all about. And our first tour okay. I ever did, like weekend long tour, was with Save, Save the, the Day. Even though it was Save the Day, all chrome and stuff. Way to bury the lead, Russ. Yeah, we should start with that. Well, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Good. No one cares. No <laughs> <laughs> one cares about let, all of it anymore. It's let, fine. Let, let, let that actually be the le- the lesson for everyone. No one ever cares. Nobody cares. It doesn't no, matter. No, that's so true. People Lovely care though. when they're next to you and when you can do something for them. And I know. When you're like, but I can't. You, Certain people care about certain things, but ultimately, oh, yeah. at every level too, no one cares. Yeah. I care, but no one Your cares. mom cares. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's, and your kids care. It's sometimes. Like, I did you this podcast I mean? interview with this person. Never heard of it. I'm like, but they're huge in this world. You know, you care. know what I get all the time from my dad or something? I'll be like, Hey, <laughs> see that guy on TV? He played all about, or he slept on our floor. You know what my dad says? You get any money for that? Yep. <laughs> and that's what no. it comes down to. Like, yep. do we yeah, pass so- an hour? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, by a little bit. I, I, there's no fucking rules. Yeah, forget it. We can do what we want. It's just cold. And let's go home and go to sleep. Yeah, it's cold. Wake up early. Like I gotta teach s- tomorrow, so I gotta get up at five thirty. Well, that's Ooh. fucking early. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anything we miss that you want to cover? Then like, and please plug yourselves. No. Um. Oh, our site. If anyone's listening. Oh, they are. Well, I think. um, you can go. To, you can connect to like everything on our site. It's just allaboutrecords.us. That's it, I guess. Um. Check out Kevin's bands. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And Savannah. And do you have websites or anything? Just have like this band camps right? and Facebook. It's well, yeah, because if you type in cool, that's not going to work. So what's no, your no. uh, is Cool MA? I think it's Cool MA band camp. It's Cool MA. And then Savannah band dot band camp. If you can't, if you like. Follow us on Instagram because I that's never big, have enough followers. That's a big yeah. one. And you guys sell stuff online. So like if you're yeah. listening to this and you're in like California or whatever, you can still buy cool shit. Yeah, you can buy all yeah. our nerd stuff like our I Heart Dick shirts if you're a Dick Grayson fan like myself. I think he's he's my favorite DC character of all time. I got to introduce my friend Joe to this place. He's going to fucking love it. He's a huge like oh, you, 20 guy. Did, did I, I don't know if I told you at Rhode Island Comic Con, I got called out. For our shirt designs, yeah, by Steve Sanders from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. What was he goes, saying? He walks by, right? And I'm like, oh, it's what's his name, Ian Ziering. I'm like, Ian Ziering, and he's like, yo, where's the West Beverly High shirt? I was Woo! like, oh, he got me because I don't have one, dude. I so love now that. I have to make one. I love that he's in on the joke. Totally in on the joke. He's like, just, it sucks. The show's yeah. terrible, but I don't have a job anymore. You fucks. Yeah. Whatever, man. He makes those Sharknado movies, dude. dude he's, 
He's chilling. He's got money. Whatever. I hope. He does. Even if he gets a dollar from every time someone watches 90210. I used to love that show. Know? I like sometimes quote it at inappropriate moments at work. <laughs> like, what are you, why are you talking about the peach pit? Oh, the peach like, pit. That's how we end it. All right, man. Thanks, guys. If you've heard the dreadful tale of the Baudelaire orphans in a series of unfortunate events, then you know their story is to be avoided at all costs. But if you choose to delve into this yarn of terrible circumstances, treacherous situations, and despicable men who seek to steal the riches of orphans, then seek out the Unfortunate Associates podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. Every week, myself, Tyler, and my co-host, B, discuss the series of unfortunate events, books, films, and now the Netflix original series. Here's a clip of what you can expect when you tune in to Unfortunate Associates. And there's sort of this running gag saying how awful it is not to use a coaster when you put a drink down on a wooden table. Like, finding a coffee ring on a table becomes shorthand for Olaf oh, right, right. here. I love the, like, the horrible thing he does in two is, like, blow his nose on the curtains. It's like, that's so gross, but also... Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, I forgot about she, that. Yeah. She goes into his room and d- discovers with horror <laughs> that he's blown yeah. his nose. That's such a hilarious detail.